0: Greetings fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Raley. The campaign is Horror on the Orient Express. It's available from Chaosium. I am the Keeper of Arcane Lore, and this is episode 49. Our recap will be given by Stuart Lively as his character, Emmerich of the V. But before we begin, we were out uh, a bit for the last two weeks, and we have some new patrons. Our good friend Cthulhu Bob has increased his pledge to $10. Wow. Uh, Bridge uh, Drake has pledged $5 a month, and Paul Hotchkiss has increased his pledge to $5 a month. Thank you so much, Cthulhu Bob, Bridge Drake, and Paul Hotchkiss. So without any further delay, let's continue
1: our journey into the darkness. Stuart. Thanks, Tom. The continued exploits of Tilius Corbus's band of brothers, Galerius, Asinius, Melonius, Beliser, and myself, Imric. We ride out a few miles and come to the village of Serents, which had several skin bodies about. We approach the next village and find more bodies. These hacked down, very crow-picked and skinned as well. Continuing, to Kalaki, we are attacked by horrific fleshy monsters with horns, which we managed to dispatch after a fierce battle. Two young cultists tried to flee the scene, which we apprehended, but ended up killing them, getting little information from them, other than they are followers of the skinless one, Unwin Galoeth, as they said and that the army of skin and blood are coming for all at the fort. We decided to quickly return to the fort and ready for the upcoming unholy assault. We give quarter to the sick in one of the barracks and then turn our attention to building improvised defenses. Belisir and Melonia scout out to determine size and number of the oncoming threat, which they expertly assess to be many in number and to be upon us that very evening. The horde from hell came, mixed monsters and crazed cultists. We fight the very most terrifying battle of our lives. But in the end, we prevail. Many of the horde fleeing from their failed attempt to destroy the fort. Now is our turn to take the attack to them. Gott mit uns, charge!
0: All right. So, the battle having been won, um, uh, the victory is yours. Uh, Corvus uh, says to you, you know, I handpicked my best men. I admired uh, these men, and I knew I could depend on you. Uh, You did not disappoint me. Uh, I've never been prouder to be your commander uh, here in the twilight of our careers, was the finest battle that we have ever fought. Falcones, Falcones. Um, Now, it's quite late at night uh, and most dangerous. Um, There's a lot to be done at the fort, uh, or you can go out. You can go tomorrow once there's light. Um, You probably will have an advantage since you've seen that these things don't like the light.
1: Oh, so so when they fled, it was getting very dark already. Okay, I thought was, yeah, they did. They didn't,
0: they didn't attack until the evening.
1: Okay, okay. So I guess running them down isn't in the cards. That would be pretty mm-hmm. dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the in pitch the dark, won. that's not good. It's no, I guess
2: uh, if we wait until daybreak and then oops, so. What, Certainly, that
3: the, the what thing happens. on the flayed horse can't be permitted to reorganize.
4: With your, your uh, permission, Galarius, I would like to uh, take a couple outside the walls to make sure that our defensives have not been compromised, but not to go go beyond a narrow shot.
2: Uh, you permission granted?
0: Your um... Your evaluation is that you probably lost about 20 men, uh, but it looks like uh, at least maybe 75 of theirs were slain in the process. Uh, the bravery of the men, uh, I mean, it was it was terrifying at first, but once the battle began, the, the adrenaline took over, and uh, everybody fought very bravely.
1: That 75 so, that fell of theirs... What percentage roughly are we estimating? Is that of their force? Is that like half of them? Was that like ten percent of them?
0: It's hard to say, but you you guessed that that was a good, strong al- amount of their forces. Okay. Um, now, dead bodies apparently can be used in some ways by them, but you've got you've got at least we'll say forty. Uh, human cultists that were murdered in this or that were that were slain. So he's taken a serious, yeah, you need to you need to nip it in the butt before it rebuilds itself. Yeah. Well the Sierra, I'll accompany you out for the inspection and we need to round
3: up also, of course, the dead and sever their flesh and, and put them in a burn pile. We don't want any of them coming back to fight us
0: again.
4: I will
5: walk over you all from
4: afar.
0: Thank you. So that probably takes most of the rest of the evening. You've got people working. Some people who fought and are injured are being taken care of by the doctor. Um, some who are exhausted. I'll manage to get some sleep, but uh, um, the rest of them uh, help uh, pull the the bodies in and uh, burn the burn them in a big pile so as morning is approaching um, what what would you like to do um i mean i know what you're going to do but describe it for me
4: well i mean uh i think we should uh, assess our our men that we have with us to, to go obviously just the five of us
2: are not going to be able to take down this horde
4: yes we don't want to leave
2: the fort undefended though in case True. things don't go
1: our way maybe the how many men disp- would you
0: like to take with you 10 men
1: um, how many Ten, horses yeah how many horses can they ride so we can be a quick mobile force if we hear the Warrens back at the fort, call we could quickly come back yeah. to them. Let's well, we'll
0: say there's there's enough there's enough for however many people you're going to take.
1: They will bring yeah, I think ten.
2: Yeah, and of the soldiers with us, leave the rest with the armed civilians. Um,
0: All okay. right. so as dawn breaks, and. Uh, the general morale is quite high um probably did a lot of a little bit of drinking as well um in celebration uh the uh, uh longinus uh who's in charge of the fort is uh, all praise you know, Centar- centenarius longinus it's high praises to you you know and it's going to send back marvelous accounts of what you guys were able to do um the uh, the weather has cleared just a little bit there is a bit of blue sky a sunrise that that lights up the horizon uh, with uh more more pink than red and um there's a low you know uh mist uh near the ground uh as the fifteen of you uh, ride out towards uh uh, following along the path of destruction that's there. It's indeed going back the way that you had come. It's heading towards Kaliki. And after uh, what, what may be you know, 45 minutes to an hour, uh, you're now once again approaching that village. Uh, you can see that uh, the church itself was desecrated Um, There are still bodies lying about. In fact, you've seen bodies of both people and creatures that were injured and just didn't quite make it back. Um, Once in Kalaki, you start searching to see if you can find uh, evidence of where they went, and it's not too difficult to realize that the trails head up into the mountains behind you. Um, They all seem to be heading in the same general direction towards this small valley. Um, But in general, you're heading directly towards the mountain itself.
1: Is, Is it possible along the way, as we see fallen humans, the cultists, to uh, just dab a little bit of pitch on them and set them ablaze. That should be a pretty sure. quick process. Yeah, sure. I would like it. as long as uh if you're okay with that, I think that might be prudent.
0: It's a job and it it gets done and uh um you're cleaning this all up. So you're being careful. Uh but <laughs> you you're you're not gonna lose the trail because the trail is really obvious. Yeah. So, up up into the hills you go, and uh, the path that you follow gets narrower and narrower, and you realize that there is a a narrow mountain pass that goes up into the crags um, of the mountain. Uh, You travel for about a half a mile, and... um, it it's very creepy, you know. It's you know that you're going up where these things have come from. Uh, the mountains are, uh, you know, almost godlike in their stature around you. It's like they're looking down on what you guys are doing. The path gets thinner and thinner. It's it's maybe only four feet wide. Um, at a certain point, you think that you might going to have to leave your horses behind. Uh, It's dangerous to be side-by-side and not be able to have all of your men effectively fight at the same time. By the time that the path gets to its narrowest, um, you've begun to notice that some of your legionnaires have turned around and gone back. They're too freaked out after the battle. Uh, They're too disturbed. Tilius sees it, and he says, let them go. They're not. They're not ready for this kind of insane fight. I myself feel comfortable with all of you, uh, but I think we're going to have to leave our horses here and and go up on foot.
3: Well, let's see. have you seen any place where it's possible to get uh, up over these rocks so that we can descend into this valley from another vantage? I feel as though we're at a uh... distinct disadvantage coming in upon them like this they've chosen
0: a fine nest a sheer cliff to your left i'm sorry a sheer cliff to your right and a a going up and a sheer cliff to your left going down
1: now uh the valley is is it is it possible before the ones who don't want to carry on is it possible to have them uh you know stay back where they feel comfortable at and guard our horses since we're going to have to leave our horses behind
0: we'll say there's enough to do that yes
1: okay. that would be prudent
4: Yeah. Um, unpo- unfortunately the path is, seems to be the only way in Asinius.
0: Hmm. so upon the path you travel and it seems like for maybe a mile, you wind up this small path, um, dirty path, path with blood on it, path with the occasional uh, damaged body part. Uh, but on on and on you go. And the mountain itself reminds you of other mountains, especially, um, you know, volcanic ones. It's very conical as you move up. And at last, you, you come around an outcropping of rocks and you have reached the top, which isn't a top, it's a huge caldera. Um, this must have been at some point a volcano. And the, you, the, the side of the caldera is smashed out. It's, it's fallen a million years ago, maybe. But um, as you come up to it, uh, the ground is relatively flat. Uh, maybe 25 or 30 feet across, and on all the sides except where you are, there is a sheer 60-foot wall of rock going up, almost as if you're going into a building with no top of it. And uh, what you see ahead of you in the center of the caldera is a pit. Um, The pit itself uh, is almost as wide as the caldera, you'd say maybe 20 feet across. And as you approach it and look, uh, it seems to be a, once again just a sheer drop down into the blackness below. Uh, the sun is not yet high enough to cast light down into this pit. Do um, do a, um, a spot hidden for me all of you.
3: Ooh, uh, 36. Oh! 36. hard
2: one
5: That's uh, yes, the
0: regular. <laughs> Mine was a hard, but not an O-1. Well, Ascinius, as you're looking at the pit and sort of moving around it, something seems a little odd about the pit. Uh, but Galerius, as you're moving with Ascinius, you also notice this oddness and you realize that there is a very clear path going down into this, called this hole. Um, it's camouflaged. It's almost impossible to see until you're right up to it. And you think that you would have to maybe step down, maybe a, a three-foot drop, and you would be on this this small path. Uh, the path looks like it's a couple feet wide and it spirals down into
1: the are, are, caldera are we seeing uh like traces of what we've been following the the blood and flesh and body parts does that sort yes. of extend down there
0: yeah you're pretty sure well you don't see any down there but you do see that this is where they would have gone
1: okay so it leads up to it at least well right.
3: there aren't hoof prints here the the flayed horse can't have gone this way
0: unless it flies.
2: It's it's rock. It it's not going to leave prints in the rock.
0: It might a horse might have made it up, but it would have been a single, single horse, and you don't see any horse anywhere around.
4: Did I make a track roll to see if I could see any indication that a horse had come through here? Sure. I'll see any sign of horse. I
5: I will also track because I, I I'll help you, <laughs> soon. Have a look. Twenty from thirty-five. I'm not the best tracker, but I at least succeeded. Sorry.
0: Maybe. I mean, you can't really quite tell. It's mostly rock, so um, uh-huh. there's places where there's rock dust. Maybe that's the edge of a hoof print. You can't really tell.
5: I I can't really tell because of the land- terrain. It's yeah.
3: But- Given that that horse was and its rider are not really alive or dead, it might play by other rules. Descending into this pit where they live, however, it's a pity we can't say get a large mythical bird to drop a whole lot of pitch in this hole and just light it a flame. But I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have the capacity to do that. And know, if only if we had. If we had you know two legions of men with picks and shovels we could just fill it with stone but we ourselves have little choice but to uh i'd like to uh throw a lighted brand down there and see if there's a bottom that's just out of sight or what we can get of the terrain okay. I don't, unless anybody objects i mean that will sort of tip them off, but I imagine they anticipate that we're following them in their retreat. Oh. Any thoughts?
4: Well, I thought I thought it was just like a three foot drop down to this path that we saw.
0: That's correct. But then there's yeah. the whole, the the path yeah. goes around. Uh, oh That's okay, whole, I gotcha. That's, That's what I
4: meant. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like
0: you're looking down a long spiral staircase.
4: Yeah, I let, think me, a uh, great idea. let me get hop down there and, and kind of get a closer look before you cast that brand down there. Maybe I can get a better view. Tell um, us
0: so, here. Not. As yep. you're looking down, um, where you are, it seems a rather crude path. Mm-hmm. But the farther, the the closer you look, you're looking down into a black hole with this spiral going down. The spiral itself really seems oddly regular, you know, like you couldn't possibly be a natural formation. Um, right. It's definitely been worked on. Um, so you've got this black hole. There's also no, uh, there's no railing. So yeah. getting near the edge is a little, uh, little odd, but it's not particularly steep. Uh, it does seem that once you would go all the way around, you'd be low enough to where you're not hitting your head on, on the, the ledge above, you you're going to drop something down there, some fire or you said yep. a uh, Burning okay.
4: brand.
6: Yep.
0: You'll light something on fire and, uh, you, you hold it out over the hole and you let it go so that it falls straight down. And you can see that it falls down maybe a hundred feet and then winks out. You you don't see anything. It's almost as if it was snuffed out hmm. as it fell.
4: Well, uh, all I, I saw it fall a little a ways down maybe a uh... Maybe a few cubits, but but I don't think it hit the bottom. It almost went out.
6: You
0: think maybe 20 turns around or maybe 18 turns around before you get to where it disappeared?
3: Is there any smell coming out of this pit?
0: Yeah, there's the smell of carrion or... uh, um, the same smell that you've smelled at your camp now because of all those rotting horror horrors I, I but it seems strategically difficult because there can't be that many i mean you 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 saw the ones that were running say you saw thirty creatures running. It would be quite difficult for them all to go down this in mass. They couldn't get down in mass they couldn't come up in mass so at the most two people in front be fighting two people in front of them or two things in front of them those um, things look oh, like
3: some of them seem to be able to fling themselves into the air a bit I'd be worried about you didn't see uh Belisir any sign of caves off the edges of this path
1: I did I did not
3: what Emmerich were you thinking
1: uh, the the size of the creatures were they were they significantly bigger than people or they were just a good size well, humans
0: they they're all based on human skin so the uh there were a few that were larger than a
1: regular sort of. man
3: but a lot of them were sort of slender hollow human Okay cells. all right
1: i was just trying to envision like if if it's Two across for Roman legionaries, but these are big, huge, hulking things. It might only be one in the staircase. But there could be room, then, for two of them.
0: There also also is a great deal of confidence built up from the battle last night. None of these things, whatever they are, are trained in battle at all. Um, You guys made short work of a lot of them. They they cut like you're slicing canvas.
3: That one that latched onto Emmerich, though was very stubborn about letting go uh it was definitely I don't, uh, yeah i think maybe do you uh milenius do you have uh pitched arrows for shooting fire into things uh yes i have a few i just feel as though we're we might have better luck with flame than with blade if we have enough of it
0: No, we have to be prepared you probably have torches as well so yeah
3: i mean we expected they'd be hiding in some dark place so right i was hoping it was the ruins of the church and not something quite as uncanny as this um well uh i would say Tilius, do we want to put emmerich in front with short sword and shield and uh, the bowman right behind him and the rest of us will follow Yes. If Melonius can fire uh, over Emmerich, then we might be able to pick them off before we meet them on face-to-face. Yes. The,
5: it they uh, not be the first uh, time.
0: When you, when you step forward kind of into the shadows, you do realize that the sky above is lightning enough to where there is light sort of cast down in there, and you can see that it gets shadowier, obviously, as it goes deeper.
1: In the dark. We'd be venturing into the darkness. Well, nice. Uh,
4: well, let's let's let let's get this over with. Their greatest strength is their fear, and the longer we stand here, the the more it will chew at us.
0: All right. Um, slowly, you begin to descend. Um, the air becomes chilly as you are going down. Um you can see what seems to be a floor um as you're going down as you're approaching it it seems like it's about 100 feet from the opening up above you
6: um
0: but there's something odd about it um i'll do spot hidden.
2: oh nice regular
5: Ninety six. I failed. You, okay. I failed too.
4: Regular,
0: yep. The here. you're looking at this, and just before they get to the floor, and and step onto it, um, you tell them to wait. Hold this. The floor is not still. Um, the floor looks like like an oil slick. Uh, it's oh. got a bit of reflection of sort of the the colors, you know, the rainbow sort of reflecting in swirls on top of it. Put, and the more the you look out. at it, yeah. the more you look at it, the more you realize it's not liquid either. It just seems to be a mist that blocks the rest of the tunnel going down it's black it swirls it stays at one level um but if you touch your toe into it it's you you're, you can't perceive there's anything there if you actually reach down and touch it with your finger it's cold but it's neither wet nor solid
4: mm-hmm. And when uh, you put your finger in it, can you see your finger in there? Or is it like. You can't. It, okay. Um, it's
0: like a wall of darkness, but you can, if you reach in, you can feel the steps mm-hmm. below. And if we thrust a torch below that, do we see the flame still? Or is it you put can't. out? Yeah. Okay. It, it's not put out, but it is definitely not visible when you put the torch into it. It's, I'm oh, going sorry. to make
2: a sanity um, check. That magic. Magic. Yeah, that does seem sort yeah. of... Sanity. Literally black magic. 75
5: is a failure. 82 is a failure. I just made mine.
1: Just made mine?
0: Um, just take one or two damage. Uh, two of you fail.
1: Um.
0: It's weird, but it's the only thing that could, the, the main thing that concerns you is that there is no railing. So be careful of what you step on. Make I sure go, of your steps.
4: I'm going to uh, see if we can see and breathe in this first. So I'm going to say if I. Uh, Emmerich, I'll pull you in, back. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to just kind of kneel down and plunge my face into it and, you know. See if I can breathe, or if we're walking into a place where we're going to suffocate.
0: Mm. When you put your face into it, it feels cold, like a cold air. Um, uh, but there does you can't feel it, you know, on your skin. Uh, it's almost like it's not there. It's mm. uh, it's pitch black beyond. Oh, it, it is. Okay, but you didn't put your face and a
4: no. Torch in there now. I want to see if you can breathe it first. So yes, you
0: can. It says okay. it seems to be the same air.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I come.
1: in fact,
0: I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you a. What would you call it? A, a we'll say spot hidden, but it's an awareness.
4: Right. I will spend one luck to pass. There
0: is something else down there that smells. But oddly enough, it doesn't smell bad. It smells kind of like flowers. Hmm. Um, it's very faint. It's it's like going to a, a funeral where the body stinks, but somebody brought flowers too. So uh, it's odd, carnation-like.
4: Yeah. yeah. I come up and uh, I describe that to the others about... That it is breathable, you know, there seemed to be a a pleasant aroma, which I found more un, unsettling than if I would smelled the stench of death. But I could not see even my hand in front of my face.
3: Which means that we would have to descend not with a torch in one hand and a weapon in the other. But with a hand on the wall and checking each step with our feet before we set it down, yes. And perhaps the things down there can see perfectly well in it, since it's obviously unnatural.
1: Yeah, we'd be walking straight into their hands, tentacles,
4: huh. or whatever. Wow. Oh, well, gentlemen, what that's saying. what our
0: job is, I suppose. That's right.
4: So what we were sent here for. Do we uh, Do we want to tether ourselves together? That way if we become getting separated it will
1: not be as easy. Where if one falls down the pit, we all go. Nah, five of us
0: go. No hold be. hands.
4: Yeah. <laughs> no, Emmerich's hands are sweaty. I don't want to hold his Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think the weight of—I mean, so it's, we're we're probably about nine men now. We have a couple of legionnaires that didn't run away. We have
0: Tilius Corvus. Or are we six? Yeah, I think you're probably six by now. Uh, these men that, are too superstitious. I
3: think that if one of us falls off, the other five will keep the balance. But if two of us were to topple over, I. I'm afraid being tethered would mean doom.
0: Do we not? Tilia, go ahead. No, nothing. Go ahead. Tilia says, "Well, it's been nice knowing you." And he, uh, he steps forward. You see his uh, feet disappear into the blackness, and he moves. You see him put one hand against the the wall, and he's got one hand with a torch. And he steps forward, and you see him slowly sinking. He gets to here, and it he gives you, you know, raised eyebrows. And then he plunges underneath it, and uh, the sound of his feet on the steps vanishes. There is no noise, um, uh, and for a moment you wonder if everything is okay. And a moment after that, you begin thinking, um, uh uh-oh. And then uh, Tilius pops his head back up out of the black, and he says, it's nothing. Hmm. Um, Once you're past it, it's about about a foot and a half thick. Once you're past it, it's just like you're outside. Again, except that there's no light. Hmm. Right.
3: Yes, I was wondering if we shouldn't wait until noon earlier, but if this thing is impervious to the sunlight, then there's nothing for it.
2: Well, if yeah. Emmerich, if you want to go ahead and protect T- Tullius, yep. go down fast, and swiftly. as Sineas um, suggested, uh, Melonius behind with the bow. Yes, don't you
5: worry. I'll be right behind, Emmerich.
2: All right. I'm the... S- I mean, given my age, I am the, the we'll slowest. In the
3: center, perhaps.
2: So I'll be in the center.
3: In case you need help, I, as medicus, it's often handy for me to bring up the rear.
4: Mm-hmm. Let's let's do it.
0: And the, uh, the stepping through the barrier is somewhat disconcerting, but. In the end, it doesn't seem to be anything at all, you know, uh, a way of blocking the light from above, you think. Um, the spiral widens. It seems to, um, the, the tunnel, the, the hole you're going down seems to slowly widen uh, so that you're, it's, it's more like 50 or 60 feet around each time you go the path itself also widens to about four and a half, five feet wide. Um, On and on you descend uh, down into the depths of the earth. Uh, You can see strange crystals and stalagmites growing from the walls, like uh, uh, from, from eons. But it also looks like part of this is not, um, it's not natural. It's, got shapes to it. You can see places where there are great blocks of uh, basalt that have been formed into this. And at last, after nearly 400 more feet going down, uh, the step comes out onto a level plane going across, maybe by now nearly 200 feet across. And uh, there is a great archway uh, decorated in a style of almost Romanesque architecture, but there's things that are alien about it. And all of the walls around you sort of glisten in your uh, um, your, your torchlight. Uh, and there are uh, hieroglyphics and strange characters written all of the walls down here and you can see now clearly that there are still traces of blood and tissue that are leading towards that great arch uh, it looks like it's going into an underground temple of some sort
3: did you bring plenty of holy water emrek this place could use a good splash
1: one one flask only of-
3: Uh yeah. Well let's let's cross ourselves before we go into that obviously damned this infernal court before us.
4: Veil.
0: Okay. As you move towards the archway, uh you can see that there are a number of you'd almost call them courts on either side um uh it's both um beautiful and terrifying uh in the size that to think this is down here like in the in the 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 depths of some God's kingdom um the God of the Earth Pluto or somebody like that mm-hmm. um there continue to be hieroglyphics on the walls in some strange language. Uh, And there seems to be a slight mist wafting around the floors, um, which um, you now uh, no longer can smell much in the way of carrion or death, but you smell this sort of floral, um, almost like carnations. Uh, It's sweet, sweet, Almost bordering on sickening sweet uh, smell that comes from this. Not unpleasant, um, but you can do spot hidden as you're observing
4: this.
1: Ooh, 100.
2: 31, pass, regular.
3: 21 is
2: hard. 77 is.
3: I got a regular
2: pass.
0: Those of you that pass notice two things. There is an occasional sound in here, almost like an aspiration, like a breath. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you hear the breath and you can sort of feel the breath, you notice that there are little tiny pencil sized holes all over. Uh, Between the wall and the floor, like along that, within an inch of the wall or so. And every time this happens, a little puff of that mist comes out of those holes and floats along the floor.
3: Is Hmm. that the floral scent that's been emitted?
0: Yeah, it certainly does seem stronger towards the floor. Is it some sort of incense or perfume?
4: But it's not like a membrane with holes in it. It's still rock with holes in it. It's rock. Okay. It's
0: rock. It's rock. But it's rock that's definitely been carved and worked, and mm-hmm. um, in an attempt to make something both uh, beautiful and grotesque. Right. Uh, the style of it. Um. You all suddenly hear the echoing of footsteps. Um, in front of you, there are two there well, to the sides here are these two galleries, which just seem to be empty, large rooms. Um, uh, ahead of you there are two tunnels, maybe 30 feet across 30 feet from each other, uh, but they're on that basic wall. Down one of them, you can hear marching as if as if a patrol was heading in your direction.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, well, then I, but the other one, there's no sound coming from the other one.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: I uh, I indicate to the others that we should duck into the other uh, tunnel to see see if we can access. Of course, you know, make sure that we're not walking into a trap in that way also.
1: Yeah, good idea and if we go on either side of that passage if they decide to come through our corridor we're hiding in. we can ambush them exactly
5: indeed
3: they're not carrying any lights i so i assume um
0: yeah they probably are you can probably start to see a glimmer of light down in that direction so
3: we don't have to Put ourselves into pitch blackness because they are also using light to see all right yes
0: i'll follow you Bella here
6: mm-hmm.
0: all right you move down this corridor it's it's uh it's fairly narrow uh but uh you continue to hear that noise behind you um there is a sound behind you as if instructions are being given. You're you're all used to the military. Uh, It sounds like you're standing or following a circular path that may go around that the guards are following. They don't sound any different. They don't sound like monsters or anything like that. They sound like they're probably the cultists.
6: Uh,
0: They're speaking Gothic um, and basically just making sure nobody comes into the temple, which you've already gotten in. There's also a large door, uh, a large uh, path uh, behind you, uh, sort of perpendicular to the the chamber you're in, um, that seems to lead into something. um, And it doesn't smell very good in that direction. And it's pitch black in that direction.
3: Those and of it us also who have forward,
0: it continues to go
3: forward. Those of us who have some gothic here echoes of words like left and over there, yeah. sort of nothing. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the the large chamber that smells of meat is where we should go and start some fires.
4: Makes sense to me.
3: And they might maybe perhaps they all sleep in the day and we can behead the horseback rider. Allwin or offwin or whatever his blasted name is. Yep. So yeah, I'll make a I'll make a foray with torch high and hand on hilt into the smellier place to the side.
0: Okay. Um you step in there with your with your torch uh, and move forward and um you would guess that this was some sort of formal, um, once again, a formal chamber. This this almost seems like a royal court of some sort. Um, but you glimpse uh, a number of wooden structures down at the end, and you realize that there are beds, and that this might be in a makeshift barrack Do um, a luck roll, as you...
3: I did spend a good chunk of luck in the battle, but I succeed. succeeded. Ah, 98. That's okay. very bad. Huh.
0: So as you're standing there and you notice this, all of a sudden you notice somebody get up uh, or, or sit up in the bed, uh, look over at your firelight and say, you know, something in Gaelic, which those of you who no Gaelic, or, or I mean uh, uh, gothic. gothic, is something like, what the fuck are you? You know, like this. And he suddenly raises the alarm. Intruders! Traitors...
4: I shoot my crossbow, my man, ballista. Is, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously you can yell faster than I can squeeze, but...
5: <laughs> and I... Well, you can go I ahead and roll as as and well. see if you hit him. I shoot as well, so regular for a... I got a hard
4: success'
0: okay well I'll say I with with the both of you 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 both get him uh yeah. probably speared through with uh, bolts and and so forth however um you suddenly realize there are at least 10 cultists that have been sleeping in here and that noise of course alerts yeah. them all and uh but they' are... Undressed, unarmed, and you undrained. Know,
4: and unblooded soon. Yeah. <laughs> I know, not.
0: To. All right, we'll give you each two. <laughs> As they come rushing at you
4: some clothes uh, on.
0: or you can rush at them. There's, yep <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
4: i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna rush at them because i want to catch them when they're still kind of you know how you're kind of in a stupor when you first wake up yeah i'm gonna give you
0: bonus dices because you have a, a big advantage at this point okay
3: does anyone know offhand whether the spatha is a one or two-handed sword
0: this staff is a one-handed sword, isn't yeah,
3: it?
1: Yeah, it it could be either. It could be either. It's definitely wieldable by with one hand.
3: In in torchlight, I think there is little choice. So that's that will be my choice rather than trying to chuck spears around in here.
4: So I rolled with a bonus dice, and all three dice came up six, so my lucky number. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is a hit for uh, five points.
0: All right. Well, we'll just say that you slice through one of them. Um, Got it. Naked skin against uh, a, so- a gladius or a spatha. Yeah. is not mm-hmm. not much. Uh, My first
6: uh, em- blow
3: was a hard success.
0: And I rolled an eight. Nice. Right. Once again, you smash somebody's head in. Uh,
1: Emmerich. Oh, I rolled a hard hit and nine points of damage.
0: You, uh, Cleave one from top to the bottom with your, your sword, uh, Galerius.
2: I got a hard success and rolled an eight for damage.
0: Okay, same thing. Um, that chopped that poor naked guy's <laughs> leg completely off.
6: <laughs>
0: uh, it is now a bloodbath. Yes, uh, Malonius.
5: Uh, yeah, I got a hard success and rolled eight. So I I basically still use my bow because while they've got a bit of range at you me. Know? All right, you have already dispatched five of them. There's
0: five more, um, and uh, it's it's your turn again because they'll, they'll fight on the next one. I give you an advantage. You have. Oh, I didn't surprise.
3: even use my I didn't even use my bonus die last time. I forgot my delirium. So are gonna advantage. make we're gonna make the fighting easy. Yeah. <laughs> the regular well, I mean, because the guard is gonna hear them screaming in pain. So Yeah. So that's a, a regular success and a six if
0: I connect. Yeah. That does it. Kill another uh, one.
2: I, I got a hard success. And a seven for damage.
0: Okay. What are you how are you doing it? But uh what weapon?
2: with the spatha
0: spatha, right. Um, yes, you killed another one three left
2: Um, I rolled a a, I I rolled
4: a hard and got nine damage
5: wow yep, dead I, I rolled a normal and let me just roll the damage nine points of damage also
3: like we're competent
1: fighters. Shoot. I don't like it. No. No. This, this is action.
0: It's like you're uh, you're trained. Emric, uh, I, Mark-
1: I got an extreme success with an 09 and nine points of damage. Nice.
0: <laughs> so nine you nine cleave nine. a head clean off, and just as you cleave that head off, uh, five men. Uh, these ones actually dressed in their cultists red uh, cloaks um come rushing uh down that tunnel that you were in and uh enter this same area you guys are now on one end where the beds were and they're coming in the same entrance you did uh they see you and they come running ah like this Uh, you can see instantly that they don't have any kind of training in battle Mm
6: -hmm. good
5: for the first time i'm pulling out my short sword I'm just holding my bow and inhale. Okay. Um
0: don't you all roll for uh, your uh, attack?
1: Yes,
5: you initiative? Or, or, yeah, not initiative. Sorry. No, I'll just, we're just going to attack at the uh, same time. Oh, that is actually a hard... A 32 is actually a hard on my short sword, so... Okay. Nine is regular success. Like
2: 89.
4: I got a regular, but I only rolled three points of damage. I got we must be
5: in we must be in sync, Bella Sir, because I also rolled three points of damage.
1: Yeah, just got an ear.
5: Emric, how'd you do?
1: May I roll, or may I use three points of luck to make it a hit? Sure. Thank you. I will spend three luck.
0: So the only one that gets through your ranks is the one that goes after Asinius. Um he is going to uh, Ooh, he he hits. Um he's going to roll for damage. Uh he only gets two points of damage. So he slices into your uh uh at a weak joint in the whatever you're wearing and uh and cuts you pretty badly so my chain armor does not help
3: because he's found a oh I forget you can you can uh,
2: roll roll your one d8 I think
3: yeah seven so I do not take damage
0: right he he hits you pretty good and hard but he doesn't take damage Uh, You probably have a nasty bruise there
3: uh yes Yeah, I'll take that opportunity. Aha, 28 is a hard success with the spatha.
0: He came in close. Okay. So you ram your spatha right up, right up through his chest and into his back of his neck. And he looks surprised. Uh, You've noticed that all of these people have bits of flesh removed from their bodies, they've carved things into their skin. But in a matter of minutes, you have easily dispatched 15 of their troops. And at the moment, you hear distantly some sort of commotion going on. But uh, at the moment, nobody's rushing into where you are. Do we want to take a moment to try to
3: make a pyre for these bodies so that these 15 skins don't join the mass? Or do you think it takes long enough that we don't have to worry about that?
2: Oh, I yes, don't think they've. Place. I don't think they've been um, infected with whatever causes that.
3: just right. All the bodies in the pit were victims of the disease before the, they the sloughed off. Exists. Yeah, These, Right.
2: I'm not worried about them.
0: Good. Uh, there is no other exit out of this area. Oh, this wow. is a dead end.
1: So, I guess we will leave. Yeah, we've done our job here. Do we want to go
0: back
3: to the juncture where we heard these guards coming and go that way.
2: Yeah, I mean, I assuming still that find there was the command down was there. The horse. Yeah, we, so, the, yes. the
3: flayed horse is our target, I think. The rider of the flayed horse,
0: Unwin. So, yeah, your choice is to go back to that area or continue to go forward uh, in the tunnel, deeper into the mountain.
2: I think deeper. Yeah,
1: me too. But with, with, um, just to be safe, I don't know. I, I, I think it wouldn't take too long to just dab a little bit of pitch on each of these people and set them ablaze. Uh, the, the reason being, they, they may not quickly turn, but should we fail... Uh, This would be depriving the enemy of resource.
4: As soon as you said, said Dabble pitch on it, and I had already
1: started doing that because yeah. it was like, Yeah, it just doesn't take a lot, just enough to get a fire going and then let it kind of spread on its own. But
4: it smells so good. Yeah,
1: yeah. we'll be yeah. out of here shortly. Go
0: okay. so on then.
4: Yep, deeper into the mountain.
0: All right. The tunnel you're in winds for a bit, and then all of a sudden it opens up. And in this case, you can see light. Uh, it opens up into a large central cavern. Um, the ceiling is only about, oh, 15 feet above your head, and you can see that it was originally composed of car, you know, a fitted stone uh, in a kind of circular pattern holding the the roof up, uh there are a number of uh, columns, pillars. however, they're all encrusted with uh you know stalactites it's it's as if they've been here millions of years. Um, and as this room this room is open, when you survey it, uh there are galleries uh, of or I don't want to say I'll say sort of raised up platforms all the way around in circles um, with lettering on the wall in uh, some ancient language. Um, They look like they are carved of gold in the walls, and they glitter in the light. Um, This uh, room is carved as if it were the inside of some gigantic Byzantine cathedral. It's uh, got a domed sort of area. And uh, there are a couple of things. You can see that uh, to your right, there is a tunnel leading back out again, which you think was probably the tunnel that the guards came from. So it's a big, big circle of tunnels. Um, This is decorated as a temple. And in the center of the, the temple, which is the center of the room. It's it's not like at the far end, like in a church. It's right dead center in the room. There is a strange, uh, encrusted stalactite-written uh, platform that sits up maybe three or four feet off the ground, and on top of it, at first you're not sure what you're looking at, but there are. A large stalactites that come down and sort of make that sort of flow stone around things, but there is a huge statue in the center, uh, looking, from a distance, to be some sort of heroic, you know, statue—the statue of a god—covered um, in this flow stone, huh. and uh, and standing there. Um, and then beyond that, you can see an archway leading into another area that looks important from the way the building is designed Hmm.
6: and something about
0: the figure okay something about the walls too um is very attractive the the gold lettering it's very strange looking i wouldn't Um, mind taking a little
3: retirement fund out of this place once we once business is done
0: all right uh, Asinius, you walk towards the figure in the center of the room. Um, do a willpower roll. My.
6: Uh-oh.
0: Oh, uh extreme success. Four for Y70. Okay. Um You walk towards it, uh and it looks very much... Uh, in the in the realistic sort of style, um, the man who is uh, depicted uh, seems to have uh, very beautiful classic Roman features, um, but he looks very severe. Uh, it doesn't look like Roman work though, and there's kind of an odd polish to it. It's been polished. Maybe it's the flowstone. Maybe it's some other factor, but it—it's almost—it got an iridescent sheen to it as you approach it. So, from the fact that it's covered with stone
3: that's accrued in this cave over eons, it must be very old. But it looks like sort of modern work and like a. It's in perfect.
0: It's in perfect condition. Uh, Only in the fact that it's well. The more you look at it, the more you realize you can't quite place what it is. Almost looks like made out of maybe seashell or mother of pearl. Hmm. Um, Iridescent. It's got a got a sort of fascination to it as you look to it. And it's and, no Roman uh, god. No, not that you've ever seen. Um,
6: uh, I'd, gonna... I'd like
0: you to do a, a sanity roll as you're looking at it as you begin to realize that you're quite familiar with that face.
6: It's yes. yours.
0: Oh.
3: And I failed my sand roll, too. 1d4. Uh, one
0: one what are the rest of you doing?
4: I mean, uh... Looks like a statue. You said there's another uh, exit in this room on the other yeah, on side? Yeah,
0: on the far end of the room. Yeah, there's an archway going out. It looks like there are, in fact, uh, tapestries that are hung in front of it. Okay.
4: That's where I'm going to um, go, because because that's where I would think a threat would come from.
0: Okay. Um, Emmerich, what are you doing?
1: I will uh, I will go with uh, Belisir on the okay. other side of that entrance. So, okay. just sort of- you have
0: also, you've noticed that Asinius seems to be standing still, staring at the statue.
3: Delirious, yeah, You what, also what is, the, what
2: is this, Asinius?
3: Do I was about to to strike it with my sword because whatever it is, it's blasphemous. But it does it look familiar to you?
2: I'll take a closer look at it.
0: And indeed, it does look familiar to you. It looks like you. Uh,
2: it's like polished metal. It's a mirror. It's me. I pass my sanity.
0: Um, Zero, then.
3: Do you um, think it's the god of these people or a representation of their god
2: i think it's more of a representation than the god itself
0: well you know it is pagans. naked by the way it is it is naked like 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 a god would be um i would also like uh uh melonius are you with them I'd like you also to do another willpower roll.
2: Everybody?
0: uh, Just the three of you that are looking at this statue.
3: That's a hard success. Uh, ha, ha, ha,
2: ha. 96.
1: <laughs> I don't have enough
2: luck to make that a pass if I wanted to.
0: <laughs> All right. So who, f- uh, who fell? Just hilarious. Okay. The, the two of you are looking at it, you notice that uh, that the pedestal itself also has this gold writing on it, although most of it is obscured now because of the uh, the uh, flowstone and the stalactites and so forth. Galerius, you notice that as well, and you you look over at the walls, and you think maybe there's some sort of a correlation over there. And as you you walk over and you look at the writing on the walls, that sort of sweet smell um, seems to fill your mind and you can see that there are once again these little puff holes all over the place and there's something vaguely familiar about that writing and as you stare at the writing um, it seems that uh, that you can sort of understand it um It would only take you maybe a few more minutes of looking at it before you'd be able to figure out exactly what it's saying. Meanwhile, the other four of you, um, Emmerich and Bellus here, you've become alarmed. Uh, Asenius has probably called you over. Uh, Melonius, you're there as well. Uh, Galerius is staring at the walls. And he's been standing there for nearly twenty minutes, and he won't move.
1: What's Tullius Corvus doing?
0: Um, he, you know, he's watching.
2: <laughs> he's he's staying behind so he can write this book that we. Made <laughs> um,
0: uh, he's with you. We'll see. Yeah. That, so
2: I'll go over
4: to Iglarius and kind of like, you know put my hand on his shoulder to try and get his attention
0: um, it doesn't work and you can see he's looking at the walls his eyes are going back and forth and he is mumbling to himself in some strange language
2: okay.
4: mm-hmm. hilarious do, Don't, we... do, not, do not read the blasph- blasphemy
2: ah, I'll try and just, like too.
4: step into his vision
0: You step in front of him and block his view, he just sort of pushes you out of the
5: way.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
5: yeah.
0: hilarious. You can do a one, uh, you can roll for sanity. Um, it's zero or a 1d3. I passed. Um, so okay, so you take zero, uh, but you start to lose magic points. So uh, you'll lose a magic point every round as you're doing this. Um I'd like to try to use a potion
3: on him, some whatever the Roman equivalent of uh smelling salts would be. Just something okay. to jar him out something of Something that
0: smells kind of foul and yeah. It, bring him
3: back to himself. um that's a I have a hard success for potions. I don't know what that means I have in my kit or what I can whip up or what that's how that works.
0: okay. um you're trying to do something to shock him out of it. Uh, you use something that smells nasty, whatever it would be like smelling salts. smellss yeah, um, a strong ammonia compound and when, when you do that, you know, he shakes his head, closes his eyes, but you still find he's trying to get back into it, and you have to literally, like, shake him uh, before it sort of, it, it, the spell is broken. Um, mm. At the same time, Galerius, uh, you seem to have absorbed information um, uh things and secrets that contradict everything you've ever believed in. Uh, you can gain 1d10 Cthulhu Mythos oh, in the process. Three. Uh, and there is a strong desire in your heart to read all of the walls in here and find out the whole story, but you might shoot yourself or jump, fall on your own sword because it's so horrifying.
5: Melonius was waiting oh, to to put him out of his misery just in <laughs> case.
0: No, he seems to be
2: It it's what it's what it's this place, this this statue, it's
5: We need to get you out of here, Galerius, before the one you go with our
2: skin the court at the center of all things.
5: Galerius, you're talking in tongues.
2: The messenger, the Harbinger, the the one of many faces. Yeah, don't start skinless. This don't man start has gone mad,
3: picking at beyond, yourself or anything.
2: The courier, the messenger. The will the, of the court. The, Galerius, the dreamer, down. the great dreamer must stay asleep.
3: Did, did you get any idea where the rider of the flayed horse is from all of this? Your eyes are not right. Come on, come on. We all sat at your knee once. Pull your shit
5: together. Just getting an hour already, guess in yeah.
1: case? Yeah. I'm still guarding yes. the entrance.
3: Uh, why don't okay. we... Why don't, uh, Belisir, you and uh, Emmerich had gone to the curtain there. Maybe you should take Galerius with you. Maybe
1: a little combat will straighten his senses. Emery, yes. you're
0: you're still over by the, the the tapestries, the curtains.
1: Yeah, the the entrance. So if anyone tried coming in here, I'd be able to from the corner bushwhack them.
0: Okay, so yeah. you're back where you came in.
1: Yeah. So basically the entrance. arch in and the, the arch entrance. out.
0: Yeah. 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 And Bella, you were you're over near. Uh,
1: well,
4: I'm because uh, I went over to Glarius, but now I'm gonna as. As Sinius suggested, I'm going to try and guide Galerius toward the tapestry, because I'm like, mm-hmm. we're soldiers, Dreaming, uh, c- combat pulls us back.
2: Dreamingly sentient, dumbly de- delirious, only the gods that were can tell, sickened, sensitive shadow writhing in hands that are not hands, and word blindly past ghastly midnights of robbing creation. Corpses yes. of dead world with sores that were cities... Charna winds that brush the pallid stars and make them flicker low. Beyond the world, vague ghosts of monstrous things, half-seen columns of unsanctified temples, on nameless yeah. rocks beneath space <laughs> and reach of
4: And we will the then <laughs> let us be done with it. Let's go.
2: And through this, this revolting graveyard.
4: I gotta like jealous.
5: back handy. You'll need to oh. stop before I shoot you. <laughs> But Belasir oh, to a luck roll.
2: Maddening okay. beating of drums and thin monstrous whine of blasphemous flutes from inconceivable Pass. unlighted chambers beyond okay. time.
0: So Belasir, all this is going on. You were getting ready to go over to where the, the tapestry was. But you're you're getting in that. You're you're near there.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Um out of the corner of your eye, uh, you 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 see movement, thank goodness, because as as you turn. This tapestry, which is not a tapestry, uh, seems to be a bunch of stitched together skins. It suddenly rises up as if it were blown by the wind, and it, latch- it lashes out with you. Instead of fringe, it has claws on the base of it, and it's trying to wrap itself around, you know.
4: Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to at, swing at it, uh, you know, okay. especially, like, trying to sever the claws off of the bottom of it. Okay. 37. That is a hard.
0: Okay. Uh, you slash at it, do some damage to it. Everybody else, you now seen that this tapestry is actually a living mm-hmm. thing. Five points. And... Uh, What do you all want to do? Okay, you slash into it. But it continues. Now it's got more or less two arms. Yeah. It's (laughs) It's
3: like
4: a Hydra. (laughs) Made it worse.
5: (laughs) Well, I was was ready to shoot Galerius, so I have my arrow, so I'll just shoot it. Okay. Uh, Sineas, bring the torch. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to spend a few points to look. Five points (laughs) to be precise to succeed. All right, um,
0: you hit it, but your 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 bolt—it's it, just skin. It goes through it. It rips a little hole, um, and it doesn't seem much phased by it.
5: Oh, why didn't uh, I
0: use my uh,
5: fire arrows?
3: <laughs> why didn't I? Yeah, I'm gonna take one of our little. Uh, I don't know whether we carry a, the the pitch we brought in little jars or in. Uh, sacks, yeah. but in sack. leather, yeah. I'll splash the flesh curtain with some pitch and try to drag the torch through it.
0: Okay. Um Do this maneuver. Go ahead and see if you can do that.
3: Oh, I rolled exactly my unarmed brawl skill.
0: You, regular. you rake it with the torch and it suddenly goes up and it it writhes around as if it's uh, uh, screaming, and it's rustling, and it's—you can see it crackling and um, mm. quivering as it suddenly you know, begins to fall apart in front of you. Uh, hilarious! You—the—the the, the shock of this is—is is enough to sort of bring you back to yourself and realize evil magic, dark um, devil devilry is going on here.
5: Galiris. We have
2: to put an end to this blasphemous place.
5: We must. Raid. I was very close to having to put you out of your madness.
2: Well, I'm not an old dog, Melonius.
5: Yes, but you were compromised. Compromised?
4: You're a little does bit of an old that dog. What
5: mean? Eh, old time you were to compromise. I don't to search um yeah well, So
4: what's what's in the
0: chamber beyond where the tapestry
4: you can was see hanging? it's a
0: much it's a much smaller chamber but it's equally um uh and uh as uh meticulously decorated um you look through the door there seems to be a carpet Uh, that stretches across the floor, a slightly sunken down circular room. Um, It seems to be composed of um, of small mounds of fur, Um, but the fur is uh, all all different colors. Uh, uh, Well, browns and reds and yellows and blacks blacks and things like that.
3: We got. We found the scalp room, guys. Can anybody get some more pitch? I just, I just
0: lost some pitch. Uh, it's, across, it's... across the room, however, mm-hmm. uh, there stands on a dais a man. Is he a man? Uh, he is taller than the average man, maybe seven feet tall. Uh, he has loose fitting robe. Um, and if you sort of... You couldn't really see him that well. But this may be the man with... Uh, who you the rider say, of the, the flayed horse. The, the rider of the flayed horse. And in fact, you see across the room towards the side, you can see the flayed horse uh, tied up there. And it's much worse than than you thought. It's This is a dead thing that's been reanimated. And you can see bones... And uh, as you as you enter the inner sanctum, the thing on the, the dais says, "Daufu bliss, Daufu
6: bliss."
0: Who knows the Gothic? He says, "Doomed to die." You are doomed to die. You can join me or you can die, and then you will join me. I am uh, Unwin Gawalith, um, God on earth, um, uh, uh, teacher of the way of the skinless one, Uh, bow before me or die. And at that point, you also notice that the room is decorated with what at first you thought were more skin tapestries, but on all of the skin tapestries, there's maybe maybe eight of them around the room. They all have uh, Roman legionary tattoos on them. Uh, they're the skins of your comrades and your soldiers.
1: Oh, that's that's horrific. I will immediately take pitch and burn the closest one to me
0: well he's not going to let you set the room on fire oh. <laughs> so yeah. he, he begins coming towards you with this horrified Sweet. look I mean this sort of monstrous look on his face mm-hmm. and when uh, when you raise up your sword he raises up a very strange looking knife
1: yeah um, mm-hmm.
0: um It glints oddly,
1: not glints firelight.
0: Seems lit by its own bluish light. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, uh, as you raise up your swords, uh, he raises up his hands and says something in a weird language. And the skin things on the wall, all eight of them, suddenly come to life. And move move towards you once again as if uh, more of these dead skin things. Uh this time with your comrades, tattoos. Um, so once again you go into battle.
1: Is that a sand check seeing all of our friends' skins all turning into monsters? I think that's safe I'll to say, say
0: yes, but at the same time, you guys are so angry at this point. And this this devil in front of you is so abhorred by you. You're not going to take much sanity damage, at least not yet.
5: Pass. Well, I failed. If you
0: fail, just take two points of damage. Otherwise, don't take any. So let's uh, let's each have you do one, and we'll we'll call it at that. So um, these things are flying at Uh, Belisir. uh One of them is. Right. Okay. You do Bellasir.
4: I will swing at it, and I got a zero two.
0: Oh, sweet! Oh. Um, you you cleave the thing in half, and somehow that does seem to do it. Uh, it's it's damaged to the point where it falls to the ground. Um, uh, Emmerich. W- are you going to do it's one's coming Uh, towards you
1: okay so it's trying to attack me so i'll try to attack it so since this is so sudden my original goal was to light them on fire but since this is leaping at me i won't have time to ready that so it'll have to be just a sword swing and of course i drop my d10 one second
0: Not so he's do with the armor.
1: <laughs> okay, there we go. Sorry about that. Okay, here Where are we? Okie dokie. 73. So that's just a regular pass. Uh-oh.
0: Okay. Uh, I actually got a hard. So as you swing down your sword, the thing seems to somehow wrap itself around your arm. Uh, so that the, the arm you have with the sword in it is suddenly held fast and it starts to pull itself towards you and forming fangs uh, in order to attack uh, Ascendingus That's a whole hard success Does I that... got a
2: 007
3: Oh, yeah Um You'll need to
2: know one to beat that.
3: (laughs) I will. Right. Yeah, that's very expensive. Okay. Uh, Similar fanging. It's got. It's painted my sword arm.
0: It rushes towards you and tries to wrap itself around you, and uh, and immobilize you so that it can sink its fangs in. Uh, Galerius. Eleven. That's an
2: extreme success.
0: That's way better than I did, so...
2: Yep. Only two there damage. Wow.
0: Okay. Um, so you do damage to it, Do you slice into it, uh, but it's
5: still coming at you. Melonious. Using yes. my sword this time and not my bow, holding my bow in one hand and using my sword. 98 is not a success at all I, I got a 97
0: so I win no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, neither one We're, you're parrying back and forth with this thing as you go even using um, my bow as well <laughs> uh, alright back to Belis here. this time I'm attacking you um, okay. i I did not I did not attack I did not manage to get you
4: I did hit. I got a regular. So
0: okay. So you've uh, uh, what? What's your damage? Seven. Okay, you slice up this thing and cut it. On uh, your next turn, you can help the others, uh, Emmerich. Uh, you, this thing is trying to pull itself towards you to get you a bite.
1: Okay. Um, let's see. So I'll try to. Kind of like swing it the the sword around to kind of inversely cut it as it's trying to do that to me. Hopefully, hopefully we can get a good pulling cut on it. Oh, fooey! It's another not too great hit. So that's sixty-three. So it's an average. It's 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 a regular hit. Hopefully, he's not quite as good.
0: I got a nineteen.
1: Oh darn it! Ah, he's on me. Ah! So-
0: it it wraps itself around you and it brings itself in to try and bite you, uh, and its fangs clink against the armor in your uh, in your. So it hasn't gotten a bite on you yet, uh, Asinius.
6: So, uh,
3: given that the thing wrapped itself around me sword arm first, so I couldn't swing at it. I'm hoping that I've got a little more freedom with my torch arm. And I'm going to try to thrust the torch into its face as its fangs, up, into its fangs, okay. uh, un unheeding of burning myself, because I would much rather suffer burn that pain to, yeah. than be one of his minions. Right. And that is a hard success for
0: brawl. And I failed. So, um, your. What do you want to do about burn damage? Uh, let's see. Just roll a roll 1d8. These things are pretty dry. Six. Okay. I'll say that you light the thing on fire. You, As it tries to form fangs to get you, you thrust your thing into it, and it reacts um, by extricating itself from. you know. Um, hilarious.
2: Wow. Uh, actually, you <laughs> killed yours, didn't you? I killed two to it.
3: Okay. It was Belisir that killed the first that attacked him. I got right, a hard yeah.
2: success with the 25.
0: Yeah, I got triple zero. Oh, oh
2: yeah. Yes. So
0: you grab this part, you grab this part. <laughs> <laughs> ah. uh, Melonius,
5: Let's go. 95. I am not having any look at this I I didn't get anything either. So you're just fighting with it. It's
0: Um, a block off at this point. I think there are two of them left, maybe, um, which is all which you're already engaging with. The other, the people who aren't directly engaging at the moment, uh, you look over at uh, Unwin Gawaleth, And he raises his hands up, holding the knife in his hand. And he's chanting something in this ugly, dark language. And as he does, it's almost as if his robe... uh, Imagine, if you will, somebody uh, blowing something right into the front of him so that his robe raises up and flaps sort of in the wind and that's when you realize that his robe is his skin Uh it's forming tentacles around him and all of a sudden his jaw seems to unhinge and this whole part of his face unwinds and forms itself into a kind of bat-like creature in the air that comes flying at you to attack so he's now mostly literally skinless
4: yeah.
0: all right back to bella what do you want to do i think you killed yours so
4: yeah i'm gonna charge at this so is the uh there's a bat like thing that's kind of flying is it, did, did i understand did he leave his like rest of his body behind yes is-
0: well and his body seems to be still continuing to move. It's
4: Yeah, I'm gonna attack um, the bot the body if I can. If the bat thing's okay. in the way, then I'll attack that.
0: Okay. The the bat got a ninety, so it's flying overhead. Um okay. go ahead
4: and I got a regular. Okay. Four four points.
0: Okay. You slash at him for four points, but he has what we've all guessed is the Mimsahis in his hand. Mm. And he swings that at you and you almost can hear a a buzzing sound as it goes by you. Um, He got a 007. Uh, So that knife uh, hits you and uh, we'll say it only does two points of damage, but it cuts through your armor, your leather, your chain, everything, as if it wasn't even there.
4: Oh my God. Warm butter. Ah, foul beast!
0: You shall not gain advantage over Unwin Gawaleth. I will lead you to truth. Worship the skinless one and, and, or die. This is what I, I think is, is also fighting in all of this. So
5: mm-hmm.
0: all right. Uh who's next? Uh Emmerich.
1: All right, I will try. Let's see if I can with this wiggle the sword in and cut out be spectacular. Ooh, a three is spectacular.
0: Okay. You're using a, a hand knife.
1: Um, my uh, my gladius in short, so
0: okay, you you punch your gladius through the membrane of the thing and start and working I'm... your way around uh, right. it. There's a moment when it continues to attack that it it's sort of almost making a scree- a rustling, screamy sort of sound, uh, and then it suddenly is trying to get away from you, yeah. um, but you've got as much of a hold on it as it has
1: on you. And if if and it's it. If I see, like, the tattoo of, like, say, uh-huh. the 7th Legion or the 5th, i like, uh-huh. make an insult in Latin to that Legion, because they were never any good anyway. <laughs> okay. Right. Um,
0: Asinius. Yes.
3: Uh, having picked aside the charred flesh, I'm going to... Uh, sheath my sword and start going at our cult leader with spears because I don't want him to get near me with that weird blue knife. Well, that's only a regular success with a spear okay um Did he but he is kind of engaged so he might
0: not get out of the way. uh he's engaged in three ways. one is that, that his skin is attacking, his face is attacking, and his body is attacking. So Belazir has his body preoccupied. Um, We'll say that your spear um, cuts under uh, Unwin's arm and pins that uh, uh, skin cape to the wall behind him. Sorry. Um, Doesn't
3: stop the knife being born, but is he still right. chanting somehow, even though his face
0: is in parts? No, now he's just, it's hard to tell if he's smiling, because all you can see yeah. is his, yeah. you know. Um, but he seems confident and uh, filled with hatred in his eyes. Hilarious! that thing uh, is flying at you, that uh, abomination, the bat, Creature thing made from his face. Um, uh, you I'm going to try to,
2: to hack it out of the air.
0: Okay. It's fast. It's quick. Oh, that beats my roll. <laughs> you guys are really good. All right. So uh, you whack it with the end of your sword. Go ahead and do some damage.
2: If I spend one point of luck and make it another one, will it get max damage?
0: Uh, you'll just, you'll destroy it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'll spend 1.1 to make that an 01.
0: Okay. Um, You not only knock it out of the air, you knock it to the ground and stomp it um, to death, or if it's already dead, whatever it is. Melonius.
5: Yes. I'm still in combat with my thing, so... Let's get an 11. Which... I think it's hard because I'm only using my sword, yeah. so I got a yeah, thirty-seven, a so. all
0: right, do some damage.
5: Seven points of damage.
0: Okay, that's enough. Um uh you bring the thing down, you put one foot on it, you grab another part of it and just Slice it into pieces.
5: That is what you get.
0: The battle's crazy. There's all of this skin flying everywhere. Not so much blood, as you'd be surprised. These things don't really have much blood. Um, and slowly, the, the 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 battle over the course of you know a few minutes, it punches forward and it pushes forward and it backs this man thing Unwin Gawaleth uh, back up onto the pedestal. <laughs> back back up against the wall um uh, your swords are in perfect form you uh you slice you all of his defenses seem to be knocked down and uh uh Belisir, you uh all almost all in unison you uh, Belisir, you run a uh, your your sword through one shoulder uh, Melonius through the other uh Emmerich, you bring your your uh, spatha down on the guy's leg, and pin him. And Galerius, you and uh, and Arsenius manage to stop all of the other things that are going on. And with one thrust, Tillius Corvus moves forward, and his spatha goes right into the heart of the thing. Uh, and he uh, he says, "That's that's enough of that. We uh, we cast you down, devil." We send you to the bowels of hell. And the thing says, I will not be so easily defeated. I am unwingavali, immortal
5: oh. Oh, avatar. Shut up, shut up I already. I will not. I stab <laughs> him again? No, oh, he's
0: stab. been stabbed multiple times. I'm just um, going to
5: stab him again for the sake of
0: it. It's annoying. Uh it? like like, <laughs> like when they killed Caesar. Yeah, we've all yeah. stabbed him. Um Melonius, <laughs> you step back and pull your sword out. So does Bella Abelisir, Emmerich, uh Cineas and Galerius. Uh, you all step back to survey this, and finally, Tilius pulls the sword out. And in that moment, it's as if. Gunwin uh, Unwin Gawali's chest breaks open and a flood of blood like yes. uh, far too much blood to you've never seen such a thing like a fire hydrant going off Um, it blasts Tilius and Tilius flies back off the podium and lands on his back and the floor is drenched in blood and uh uh, the five of you are unharmed, but you you move back from the horror as Unwin's body seems to sort of dissolve and fall apart in front of you, as if there wasn't really much holding it together in the first place. And uh, and uh, it's uh, it suddenly it's quiet. Um, if there were any skin things that were still wiggling. They Suddenly stop wiggling.
4: Uh, does um, the horse kind of like fall? The apart horse, also?
0: the horse suddenly just collapses okay. as if it was a pile of garbage sitting there.
1: I would feel better if we still lit it ablaze. Of course,
4: cast it into the You're fire. You're bleeding, it's hard to tell with all the blood that he sprayed us but i am it seems to be seems like he's cut through my armor like it wasn't even there
3: you should take that blade of his it glows with unholy light uh, uh let me see to that yes, arm we should who knows that i assume that blood was from all the sacrifices he's made to it over god knows how long and it might be tainted in a number of yeah, ways we, we can't leave oh, these no.
2: blasphemous objects where they can continue to wreak havoc in the world we should bring them back to where they'll be safe in constantinople
1: of course maybe no, that no. that large statue no. should be toppled Til- Push that over.
4: tillius
0: isn't moving
4: no Tilius. oh, oh. And to him first, Asinius, I'm still on my feet.
0: Um, It becomes immediately apparent he's unconscious at the moment. um, In sort of a, uh, as if uh, somebody has a severe concussion, you realize that there's there's quite a a big lump on the back of his head where he hit the ground. Uh, He's drenched in blood. Um, but after a few moments he opens his eyes and he looks up at you and he says, What what happened? I I we killed him. Yes, we he's dead, right? No, no, no further nightmare. Uh, yeah. uh I I uh uh and he laughs and he's like he's like huzzah, you know, or not huzzah but
4: he
0: says <laughs> we uh have triumphed now back to uh constantinople and uh can tell the and he rolls his eyes and just passes out once again on the ground he's breathing
3: yeah i want to
0: make sure that uh i want to
3: make sure his passages are clear because of that blast of blood it might you know that might and then we'll have to make a simple litter to bear him out that that you know he took a good blow I think we should bear him away and then uh instruct the locals to build a pyre at the top of this pit so that we can fill it with cleansing charcoal for as long as it takes for there to be nothing left of this temple. Unless we need to take some gold.
1: That might
2: be a good idea. Well we to... have a knife that will help us get that gold. Nice and easy. Oh, yeah.
0: That is true. Um, All right. So, uh, Tilius, uh, in a a few moments of consciousness, uh, while you guys are taking it out, becomes very concerned because he's been keeping the record of everything. So he makes sure he turns that over to one of you, um, Galerius, uh, to continue uh the record so that we can present this to the you know the magistrate when we get back um but he falls back into unconsciousness along the way so to speed this along um you travel back to the fort uh, you travel back to Cyzicus um, I believe uh, you cross uh, the Strait uh you get back to Constantinople um, all of the problems solved before the commencement ceremony, Magister uh, Militum Alexius Gemellus. Um, he hears your report. Uh, he uh, he uh, takes uh, uh, takes the information that you've given him. Uh, he listens in wonder and amazement at your story. Um, uh, he takes the mimsahis uh, to put it in uh, safety, uh, and uh, he is completely satisfied that your mission uh, is a success. Um, Tilius is uh, is in and out of consciousness, and what you do is you take him to his fiance's house, Evdokia, and she will nurse him back to health. Um, and you go. Uh, you're told by uh, the magistrate uh, that you're you will be rewarded. Uh, but there's so much going on with the uh, the Nova Roma. Uh, he's going to wait until afterwards. But then he'll call you and give you all your rewards. Of course. Um, the ceremonies for the Grand Commencement Festival begin on the second of April. thirty. 30, uh, 30 I can't say it. Uh they could, they begin on April uh 2nd 3:30 uh AD. Uh, and they continue for 40 days. Uh so during the 40 days you reminisce, you laugh, you go back to whatever businesses you're doing, you know, you set up whatever you're going to do. Um you uh you, you uh, the, the, not just you but the others you're all sort of friends, you tell stories. Um, you carry on. You keep some stuff on the down low because the magistrate doesn't want them to know about diseases or anything, but you you tell close close members of your families and so forth. Um, on the 40th day of the celebration, uh, the 11th of May, 330, um, the ceremony concludes with a massive perception, a procession in the hippodrome uh, the entire population attends uh, to see a huge statue of Constantine wheeled around the area, escorted by soldiers in ceremonial dress, bearing lighted uh, tapers, uh, Following uh, followed by chariot races. Uh, the new name of the city is Nova Roma, constantinopoliana um, New Rome, uh, the city of Constantine. Uh, this is engraved on the stella. Uh, at the strategion, and Silius recovers completely well, over time. He's he's um, you you send messages and ask, and he uh, as tells you that he's, he's got doctors that are coming to see him, and he seems to be getting maybe a little better every day. So after all of that has taken place, um, uh, in fact, on the last day of the commencement, um, you, uh, a well-dressed Greek youth delivers joyful news to the investigators. He is a messenger in the service of Lady Evlogia, and uh, he reports that his mistress's fiance, Tribuni Comites Tilius Corvus, has recovered from his injuries and grows stronger daily. They are all invited to a small wedding celebration on board uh, her family's luxury barge, the Plethora. Um, he explains that Tilius Corvus told him personally to make sure that they got the message and urged them to, urged them to join him at this festival on this festival occasion. Um, the messenger smiles and says, uh, he mentioned something about his poor judgment and said you'd understand. So the reception takes place on the evening of the 12th of May. Um, that morning, you are called in by the magistrate. Um, the magistrate uh, informs you uh, that because of the things you've done, as they've been detailed, um, he salutes all of you uh, uh, and uh, he gives you discharge papers. You're discharged from the military. Uh, anything that you want, deeds to land, um, properties within the city, a minor government appointment, um, he's willing to grant you each, anything you like, as long as it's not hmm. too far, you know. But he does all of that. And then he says, uh, understanding that that you are now free men, you're out on your own, I'd like to know if you would like to take on another assignment. Uh, The the magical knife that was recovered from uh, your experience has disappeared. Uh, We believe that it was stolen um, while uh, while everybody was uh, busy with the commencement and everything. Um, But we would like you... Uh, at least perhaps in the next month or so to put together a team and see if you, if you would be willing to you, of course you don't have to, but you are an incredibly good team. Um, I would ask Tilius, but that, uh, the woman that he's marrying has him on a rather short leash. Yeah. Um, she doesn't want to lose him again. And, uh, you know i i think uh, i think i shouldn't pull him away
3: um you as green? little as i want to be involved with that situation again i personally think that the hard one knowledge we have cannot readily be replaced at least a couple of us should go and deal with it because we understand things are possible that nobody else will believe
0: well think about it and report back to me maybe in a month and tell me what what you want to do
5: right yes I'll have to think on it that night
0: you board the plethora A luxurious, wide-hulled pleasure barge, decorated with silken banners of purple and white, hung with lanterns. Soft music from a group of players fills the air. The reception uh, is a small one. The investigators and about two dozen other guests, um, most of whom you know, at least in passing or maybe as drinking buddies, the bride and the groom are below decks getting ready. Everyone is dressed in colorful flowing garments with intricate geometric patterns, the latest fashion. The barge paddles out of harbor and anchors a mile or so offshore. With the silhouette with the silhouette of the new capital illuminated by the slowly setting sun, several colors of fine uh, several I don't know that word. Several um, several uh, uh, plates of fine food are served along with various wines and ales. Uh, at sunset, the lamps are lit. Lady Evlogia and Tilius Corvus make their entrance to the applaud of their guests. Corvus nods as his men, but seems distant. Uh, uh, perhaps focused on his momentous occasion. Uh, the momentous occasion. Uh, in his life, a young priest named Theodoric, um, one of Lady Evdokia's nephews, marries the couple. They exchange their vows and kiss, uh, but the investigators um, uh, do, uh, do a spot hidden.
3: Oh,
5: Tilius, I see all. I rolled a four. I succeeded also.
2: I no. have drank too much with an
1: eighty-eight. <laughs> nice, hard, standard pass. There's
0: there's something about Tilius's demeanor that seems a bit odd. Um, he's he seems distracted and um a little more serious than you would expect him. You've you've known him so many years, and he he's a very jovial person, but he seems kind of um. Out of sorts. Maybe he's still recovering a bit. He looks kind of pale. And uh, uh, as Evlochia and Corvus are pronounced as man and wife, he goes out for a toast uh, to the happy couple. Wine is poured for everyone all around. Um, uh, in uh, uh, Okay, it's giving me instructions. Yeah, he uh, says, uh, he raises a glass to everyone And uh, he says, uh, I drink to my friends, to all the friends of uh, Tibuni, Comites Tilius Corvus. uh, And he looks at you directly. Uh, He says, uh, uh, Godspeed, and uh, good luck in all of your ventures. yeah. And he says, but one thing you should all realize, Corvus is dead and I have no need of friends. And he grabs his bride and sinks his teeth into her neck and rips it open and blood goes everywhere. And at the same time, everybody is so incredibly startled. You also, if you drank the wine, notice that you are choking on poison.
5: I I did not drink it. I don't know if Galerius drank it.
0: The uh, Tilius grabs a, a gladius from one of the soldiers standing nearby in formal dress and just starts slashing everyone in the crowd. He seems to move with preternatural speed. Uh, yeah. He cuts the heads off of the...
5: I uh, jump uh, off of the barge because i didn't drink
1: for wine. Okay. and just swim um, swim for spain
5: you you
0: you don't seem to be the only one um <laughs> there is insane insane noise um even those of you who are or his friends he doesn't seem to hesitate to kill you um, if you're not already dead from the poison
5: I've got a lineage to make. That's why I need to swim. I need to swim. So we move now back to the
0: 1920s as you get to the last page. I forget who was reading, Um, but Uh, this is the last page.
2: Let's see here. I tell you now, upon my honor, that the events that transpired are as I have told them. I am not a direct witness except to the last part, but, being the brother of the bride, I was close friends with them. It was the noble men of the Fortis Falcones themselves who shared with me these stories in the days preceding the wedding. And no man can call them liars. The terrible destruction that followed, the deaths of almost all on board the plethora including my beloved sister, Eudocia attests to the fact that something horrible now walks the land. If you ask how it is that I survived, I will tell you that I did not drink that day in respect to my sister's wishes. When the guests first began to choke on the poison, it was one of the soldiers who fell against me and knocked me overboard. Before I could get back on board, they realized the treachery of that monster, who we once called Tilius Corbus. I saw him smite the servants who did not drink. I saw him cut down his own family and rip out my sister's throat. I saw him revel in the blood. I saw him drink it like wine. Those of his own men strong enough to resist the poison he slaughtered with a spathia. In horror, I swam hard and fast for the shore. I thought I would drown from exhaustion. I was in terror that he would find me, and so I hid myself for many weeks. It is only now that I give this account. I fear that you will find it unbelievable, but it is true. The evil one walks among us, seeking whom he may devour. Oh, do you think that this Tilius Corvus has been our gargoyle that's been following us? Who killed Fachia, who stole the voice of um, Katerina?
5: Quite possibly.
3: Of course, he's not Tilius. He's yeah. the thing that wore the body of Unwin and probably other bodies before that,
4: and after. Yes, it's probably uh, that horrible count that was in France. Remember the stories of his.
2: No, but the count was the the leper.
4: Maybe the leper was also Tilius
1: unwin galloeth uh, as in the Gaelic
3: name. I'll say one thing if I'd been the medicus in that group I would not have brought Tilius's unconscious body out of that pit but beheaded him down there once he'd been spewed upon by the blood of that thing yeah yes
2: we know more than these poor yeah. Romans did
3: I wonder if that caldera still exists. I wonder if that temple is still hidden in those mountains.
2: Well, I mean, from the way they described it, that whatever structures down there was were terribly, terribly old, and the simulacrum was there for eons, waiting. Such a such a, a matter. I mean, yeah. sadefgar then didn't create the simulacrum; he found it,
3: oh, fabricated Start it from parts, parts of that thing.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, David Gasaway, Stuart Leipley, Keith Craig, and Josh Harwood with yours truly as a keeper of arcane lore. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.